Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hi, right, everybody. It's our final hour for Friday. Woohoo! Yeah, man. What are you cheering about? I love the weekend. You don't do anything during the week. Well, don't tell anybody that. I, I just really like the weekend. Then I really don't have to do squat. You're you don't do anything. I I do I do stuff. What do you do? Stuff. What do you do? Besides rolling here at about eleven yeah. thirty-five every day. Yeah. Outside of that, what do you do for work? I I do I do things. Like? I uh, I got to vacuum my car out. Okay. Um. I I need to put gas in it. Sure, sure. Stop uh, and get a donut. It is National Donut Day, so I am going to make that stop today. Okay, that's important stuff. Um, I'll probably go get a uh, a workout in. All right. Today. So I hit tennis balls yesterday, so I'm in. I feel pretty good. Got that. Got that uh, cardio up, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. For somebody that's always excited for the weekend, you yeah. sure don't do a whole lot during the week. Well. I'm. What can I tell you? I I do a lot more than people think. <laughs> tell me about it, James. <laughs> I got a lot of things going on. Well, there is somebody that has it going on, as the hey, kids used we, to say. We got it going on. No, the no. Cubs do not. Well, that that is true. They the, stink. Their former teammate comes to town. Yes, Dexter Fowler. Got a nice ovation. You Always good. good to see yeah, that. That was nice of them to do that. Good work out of the Cardinals fans and uh, the Cubs fans. Excuse me. Well, he repays his former teammates with this to lead off the game. The call from Fox Sports Midwest. Fowler, a drive. Welcome back to Wrigley, Mr. Fowler. Solo home run to start the game. Put the ring away. It's 2017. Kid that caught the ball looked like he was going to cry knowing that he has to throw it back. (laughs) Catch a homer from Dexter Fowler. Gotta gotta, chuck it back. I wouldn't. I'd keep it. You would not. I would too. They would absolutely obliterate you. So what? So what? So what? It can't be be anything worse than what those goobers did to Bartman. Can't be anything worse than that. Get off my lawn. Get out of here. I'm serious. He was not accosted. I'm talking, you would be. What? Are you kidding? Look what they did to his house. They ran the poor guy out of the city. Ah, he's fine. He's fine, Jimmy B. Let's go to more baseball. I'm not buying that. Go ahead. Last night, now I know you weren't watching because you hate baseball, but. I don't hate baseball. Go ahead. You you just said earlier with our baseball guest, Zach Reimer. You really don't have to pay attention till August, do you? No. And he said, no, you're no, wrong. you really don't. <laughs> he you're said, so no, wrong. you don't have to. You know, he said <laughs> you you're just, completely you just, wrong. You just have to check in once in a while. No, you're so wrong. It's like, well, the, it's like the Roach Motel. Last night you missed this, a triple play. Yes, by the Minnesota Twins, and I did not miss it. Now I have his heart. Sano on third to second, and a triple play. How about play. that? How about that? How about that? Miguel Sano stepping on the bag around the horn. A triple play for the Twins in the fourth. That was pretty cool. Five, four, three, triple play. I might have called it better than that. 
He you think so? Well, yeah, he didn't sound that excited about it. The problem is they had Rod Carew. Oh, was in the booth. Was in the booth at okay. the time, so they're interviewing him, and he, and you can hear Carew kind of talking. Yeah. During it, Dick Bremer jumped in the call from Fox Sports North last night, but uh, that made it a little bit more difficult. Uh, still, pretty cool moment last night. Watched a lot of that game because uh, the NBA game sucked, and <laughs> there wasn't a whole for, lot going. First on. half was good. Second half, not so much. It was okay. The first quarter was good. First quarter was real good. First half, eh. Yeah, and then right. it got away. Yeah, it got away from it. And uh, as the Cavs last night, they cut it to 12. Yes. 80-68. Yes. And I go, all right, Terry, here, here yeah. it comes. Here yeah, it comes. We're going to get a gun. Yeah. And then Golden State reeled off like nine straight after that. Uh, she was, goes, um, you, you stopped me from reading my book for this? <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> they're, they're too good. I, exactly. What they are she, too good. What was she reading? Catcher in the Rye? No, no. Oh, okay. who, who knows? I wasn't paying attention. Come on. Don't <laughs> get me in trouble. I wasn't paying attention to what stupid book she was reading. Exactly. Glamour magazine. No, it wasn't a magazine. It was a book. It's okay. probably How to Improve Your Husband. <laughs> it's going to be a long, long, long read for her. I was going to say, that's 900 pages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the Cubs and the Cardinals. Oh, 2 nothing is the score currently as they play in the bottom of the third inning, back around, and it's Ian Happ at the bat. Okay, so let me just drop this on you, okay? Yeah, yeah. They've lost six in a row. Six straight. Got swept on the West Coast. Yes. Dodgers, okay, I kind of get the Dodgers. It happened. Padres, no! Yeah. But they did. They did. All right. What if the Cardinals come in here? Is it a four-game series? I'm not sure if it's a wraparound. I I believe it just goes through Sunday. Okay. If it just goes through Sunday... What if the cards, oh, my God, am I even saying this for Cubs fans? Sweep, mm-hmm. or at least win two out of the three. They're well on their way up 2 nothing right now. But but what, I mean. I mean, if you're a Cardinal fan, you're loving life. So today, Schwarber, yeah. they put him down in the seventh They spot. did. You know, they're, they're moving lineups around. He started off the year. He was in the leadoff, leadoff spot. spot. Now he's down at seven. Yep. They got Hap up there after his hot start. He hasn't been very good. Rizzo's been better. Bryant's been pretty solid throughout the year. But you go through in all these combinations, and you, you're grasping at straws. And mm-hmm. what you're coming up with is just more questions. How a team can be worse defensively, this much worse than what they were. Was it going to be what it was last year? It wasn't. Even though Elmaro we know, is a great defensive player in center field, even though we know Hayward is one of the best right fielders defensively in baseball, all these things... You know they were going to regress because they were so good last year, but not at this level. Right. And why can't you get hits in the clutch after, over the last two years, it seemed like they got a clutch hit every single game, and now you can't do it at all. And now Lackey looks old, and Arietta's regressed, and mm-hmm. you go through and on and on, and you can't find a number five starter. And Eddie Butler, oh, you're kind of excited about him. And his second start, it takes him 90 pitches to get through three Eddies. Sure. I mean, you got all these things that just compound upon themselves you can keep shuffling the deck, but what's going to change? I, nothing's going to change. It doesn't feel it's, like the it's way the it's, same, it's the same players yeah. playing what they do on a baseball field, and you just have to hope that all of a sudden they find themselves because right now they haven't found squat. They really haven't. You know, people talk about the hangover. Yeah. We're past the hangover stage. Would, it's June. Yeah, it's June. It's June. Yeah. Okay. Wake up. Yeah. He used the weather a couple of weeks ago. All right, it's warm now. Yeah. <laughs> you were just out of the west, west Coast. It was nice in L.A. and San Diego. 
You can't use the weather as an excuse anymore. I tried. You tried. You tried that one. People were sitting there with their freaking ski parkas on. Right. That's not the case today. I mean, it's difficult because the Cubs had to play in 40-degree weather, and the other team got 80-degree weather. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way, even though Jim tried to use it as an excuse. I did try to use it. it well, it's a frustrating time for the Cubs fans because a lot of times you'll see these things happen, but... A couple of injuries are the reason for it. It's veterans that suddenly you look at him and say, boy, he can't catch up to a fastball anymore. Mm-hmm. He's not recognizing off-speed stuff. He's lost velocity for a pitcher. All these things, that's not the case with this team. Chris Bryant just homered. That'll cut the uh, lead down. 2-1. Yeah. 2-1. Um, Bryant with a homer to left center. His 12th of the season as they play in the bottom of the third. Look, But this... that's not the case with the Cubs. It, it's yeah. not where... Well, it's an aging veteran team, and they no, all kind of got all young guys. Yeah, right, yeah. So Theo has continually said, and we've heard a lot from him this week. He went out to San Diego, uh-huh. met out with the team up there, uh, said the right things. He said it's easy to you know be around the guys when everything's going well. You also got to be around when things aren't going very well. He says, well, they don't expect to make any big splashy moves, anything like that. I'm not talking about going out and getting Chris Archer right now. But a little something, a, a little piece that can help out, be it that fifth starter, something along those lines, make those phone calls, you know, make a phone call down to Kansas City, see what they're looking to pedal, to make, make a phone call to the teams that are struggling. At this point, at the very least, I think you have to be making those calls because something is wrong with this Cubs team. They're just not playing very well. Right, yes, and, they're, and, they're not. And, and Madden is a guy that always is pushing buttons, and you know he's tried. He has. A yep. ton of different things. Yeah. yeah. But nothing's worked. Well, Maybe that's the only thing that can work. If they, look, they're down 2-1 right now, and it's still early in this game. What do we say, third inning? Yeah, bottom of the third. Okay, so let's say they rally here and come back and win this game. Well, if they beat the Cardinals, then all is right with the world. As far as Cubs fans are concerned. Nah, I I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I don't think so. I, Do they have to win two of three in no, this series no, to make you, this a successful series? Well, I it's it's bigger than that. You're you're looking too micro. You gotta look more macro here, Jim. You're you're looking too micro and macro? Yes, yes. You're looking too small. I don't even know who she is, but okay. Winning the series does not cure all the ills. Winning two out of three against the Cardinals doesn't make everything right. This is still a team with issues. This is still a team that you look long-term and you can't feel overly confident about. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. Look more big picture with the team. All right, Lance Lynn just walked Rizzo, so they got runners. another runner <laughs> you're, on you're base. Back bike, you're back no, to the bike. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'll turn the game off here's, if you can't handle no, the conversation. Here, no, I can handle the conversation. Here's my point that you're missing. You want me to go micro or macro. Wish I knew what the hell those things meant. But this is what I understand. I understand that you can't look big picture until you focus in on the little picture, which is winning a game. They got to start to win a couple of games. Hello. You play to win the game. So they can't look toward... Well, by the end of July, we should be 60 and 35. You can't do that. Right now, this team has to look at just winning today, trying to win tomorrow, trying to win Sunday. How do you get there? 
Well, that's a good question. That's what I've been asking. Well, but, that, but no, I'm just telling you, that's, that's, a, that's a great question because right now it hasn't been answered. And I'm not sure how to answer it. I don't think you're not going to blow this team up and trade a bunch of people. You're Not, not gonna, a bunch. You're not going to do that. But trade a person. Trade somebody. Here's the problem. Schwarber, you could have got a ton for last year. I agree with you 100%. You could have got a yeah. ton for him yeah. before the season. You could have got a ton for him. Yes, you waited. Now his value is incredibly low. Yes, the luster is gone. Ian Happ, you could have traded him before you called him up for a lot. Mm-hmm. First couple of weeks when he was putting up monster numbers, hitting a couple of bombs. Sure. Now he's batting two fourteen. He still just got those two homers he had the first week. Trent, you got to have a dance partner, though. You do, but you could have. You you could have. You can't be like the girls that go to the... The dance floor and just dance by themselves. They forget to take the guy with them. You're telling you me have a dance partner. You tell me a rebuilding team wouldn't like Kyle Schwarber to be a building oh, block. No, wouldn't I, want Ian I, Happ. I, I, wouldn't I, want Addison Russell. I agree, Bias. I agree, but we we don't know what they're offering in return. What I'm getting at though is you need to be proactive because I think that this isn't something where Madden's just going to be able to push a button and magically is going to work out. He's doing the same things. He's bringing stupid animals in the locker room. Yeah, I know. They're dressing up as goobers on the road. Oh, I know. none of that stuff's working. No, it's not working. So I think there needs to be something deeper. There needs to be a wake-up call here. Fire and brimstone and those kind of speeches, they don't work all the time. No, they don't. But they do work from time to time. And the way this Cubs team is right now, even with the talent, there are still deficiencies in the team. The team still has some major holes. Defensively, what has happened there? The fourth and fifth spots in the rotation? Yes. Even if you say, Lester's fine, I'm all right with Arietta, and I think Hendricks can continue to play with his voodoo magic and throw it up there 86 miles an hour <laughs> and can you continue to get people out, who's your number four? John Lackey? That's it. That's, who, that's who's pitching today. Eddie Butler's your five? There's a hold there. And when you get to the playoffs, you need four starters. So go out and make that move. And if it takes trading away one of the young guys, go out and do that. That could be something that not only helps your team and helps you come playoff time, but also might be that fire that they need. All right, but you just said, well, they could have traded Swarber then. They could have traded him before. Now, if they offer him up, they're probably not going to get as good as a exchange as what they could have gotten last year or at the beginning of spring training. That is true. But there's not going to be people that are spitting on Kyle Schwarber. There's still plenty of rebuilding teams that would like that to be the baseline. A a piece of their puzzle. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, Quick break. When we come back, uh, John's going to join us, right, John Cannon? You got it. And we're going to dive into the game and everything else that was last night. Jimmy B and TC, done arguing for a little while, right here on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Stop by Menards to make your yard stand out this year with products from our garden center. An end cap grass repair kit works quickly and effectively to repair bare spots, fill in thin areas, and blend with existing grasses. The all-in-one formula contains everything you need to just sprinkle, water, and grow. A grass repair kit covers up to 400 square feet, only $9.97. Good through June 4th. So stop in and save big today during Menards Big Sale. Save big money at Menards. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping you can't get any fresher than your own vegetable garden Right now at the Home Depot, one-gallon Bonnie veggies and herbs are not only as fresh as you can get, but you can get three of them for only 12 bucks. That's not only thinking green, that's saving green. So pass the salad and stop and smell the rosemary. It's easy. When you fill your cart with one-gallon Bonnie veggies and herbs, three for just 12 bucks. Now at the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Valve through July 12th, Connelly U.S. only, see store for details. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services of then-prevailing rates supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions. Apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun 
shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, John Cannon coming up in just a moment. But uh, this is an interesting story that I'm just going to relate to everybody right now. Remember when we talked about the K-State wide receiver? Uh, I think his name is Sutton. Yeah, is yeah, it Corey, sure. Corey Sutton, is that it? Yeah. And remember last night, uh, head coach came out, Bill Snyder, and gave some ridiculous answer why he wasn't letting them out. Mm-hmm. Well, the Kansas State AD announces Corey Sutton's been granted a full release and permitted to transfer to any school to which he requests. Oh, imagine that, huh? After that ridiculous answer by Bill Snyder. Well, and did you see Snyder uh, talking about that he had failed a couple of drug tests? Yes. You can't say no, that. yeah. I hope what? he sues okay, the pants off of him. That's terrible. Regardless. We will talk more about that yeah. a little bit later on. But you got John ready to go. Right. You're excited about this series still. I still am. I am not. John Cannon from the Comeback joining us here, longtime follower of the Warriors, and he's with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. John, good afternoon. What's happening? Hey, guys. Uh, can we talk a bit about the Cubs first, though? Because I think I can help. All right. Okay, yeah. Jim needs help. Okay. Because you guys know I'm a Giants fan, right? Yes. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, they suck. So, World Series in 10, World Series in 12, World Series in 14. Close in 16. They win that game against the Cubs. If they had that big lead, if they hold that lead, decent chance, not a great chance, but a decent chance they would have made it in 16. Yep. So in-between years have been really rough with mostly the same guys. And it's just it's a combination that that season is so long. When you go to the seventh game of the World Series, your offseason is pretty short. And then throw in the WBC this year. I don't know how many Cubs players played in that, but it changes everything about your preparation for the next season. And I, I just think, you know, they'll be fine, but not this year. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would not be holding out a lot of hope, and I wouldn't push a bunch of levers and make a bunch of decisions based on it. And I think the Cubs are too smart to do that. I think they'll, they'll understand. You know, your offseason, not only is it shorter, but it's busy. These guys are they're going on talk shows. They're going on right. cruises. They're yeah. doing all these things that as a, not only – just a champion, but the Cubs, for goodness sake, it, it was such a big deal that, that I just, you know, I'm sure they, they came limping into spring training this year after the off season. Not, so I just, you know, that's what it is. I think, um, I think Cubs fans have to just really enjoy last year and, and get ready for next. That's why we brought John Cannon on just like that. Just dis- well, guys, it also, it makes it even more amazing what yes. the Warriors and Cavs have done. Yes. That they're basketball. there, right? Because they're, yeah. they're there. They've been there the last two years in a row, right? And they've had the short off season, yeah. And they've had all the distractions, and yet, you know, here they are. So it, it really does. Now, you know, you don't play every day in basketball. Sometimes you do, but I think it's harder in baseball 
because even though it's, the game may not be as demanding physically every day and every, you know, it's just really having worked for a major league team. I've worked for the Giants a couple of years and just running the scoreboard was exhausting. Sure. I couldn't wait for those guys to go back on the road after a 10 game home. <laughs> um, let's kind of jump into what we witnessed last night. First quarter was highly entertaining. Second quarter wasn't bad. And then at the beginning of the third quarter, it was lights out. So, with with what we witnessed last night, the ball movement of Golden State, the attacking the rim, which I think a lot of people felt that Cleveland was going to try to rough them up a little bit, that never took place. And are the are the Warriors now with the addition of Kevin Durant, just as many people would say, a super team? And if they close out Cleveland relatively easily. How bad is that for the rest of the league? Okay. Um, you got to catch a guy before you can hit him. That's true. So that, I think that's part of the problem with the physical part of the game didn't work out. Uh, Kyrie Irving had an interesting statement. He said it's very difficult to prepare for the way the Warriors play in practice. And so you can have as many days off as you want going into game one. You know, they only play each other twice a year. And the last time was a long time ago. I think it was MLK Day. They had a game. Right. So it, it really is not, you know, it, so I think that Cleveland needed this game to, to, you know, and luckily it was on the road. I mean, really, when you look at it, it was a road loss. You know, so what from that standpoint? If they, if they can somehow win tonight, they took one out of two at home, at, at, in Oakland, and, and now you're headed home. So it's not all is not lost for Cavs fans. You know, my call, I told you guys before, was 16-0, and 0, so I'm not, I'm not backing off of that. Right. But I'm just saying that if you're a Cavs fan, you can look at the, how little they got from everybody except the big three, and they figure that can't happen again. They've got to get something from Tristan Thompson. They've got to get something from J.R. Smith. They, you know, and if they did, that game would have been a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you look at the fact that the Warriors left a lot of layups on the rim, and and didn't. You know, they they were. It was weird that they only had four turnovers because they seemed sloppier than that at times. And I don't I don't know how they find up with only four turnovers. But they are really super good. And that's why I told you guys I thought they would not lose a game in this series. They haven't lost a game with all their guys on their team almost since the All-Star break. <laughs> so they're hard to beat. And, and now that Kevin Durant has come out and said that he will take less money, and that will enable the Warriors to not have to renounce the rights to Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala, you know, other teams are going to have to get – get better, because the Warriors are not going to get worse. Mm. Uh, to me, that's a problem for the league. Yeah. And people will point to, well, you know, Jordan, they won six titles, quote-unquote, in a row, though there was a two-year hiatus in the middle, and Jordan comes back. But, you know, and that the league was good at the time because of that. This is different, though. This this is stacking the deck. This is creating a super team. This is being a team that wins 73 games, and then adding one of the best five players in the league to the team. And if Cleveland and LeBron James, who is a superstar of superstars, can't even compete with them, I think that's a bad thing for the league. We've been saying since October, let's wait till June and we get to see Cavs Warriors 3. Here we are, and it turns into a blowout. How, is that a bad okay. thing for the NBA? I, I could see where, especially in the short term, it, it could be. But what? And let's remember the Warriors are not a super team. Okay, the Warriors added Kevin Durant. He is the first high-profile free agent they've added. He's the first starter free agent they've added on that team. 
The only other free agents were Livingston, David West, mm-hmm. guys in past, even in past years. They, they did not start free agents. They started draft picks and not top draft picks either. The, the, I think Curry is seven, and Thompson was, was 11, I think. Draymond was drafted in the second round. So let's get better, league, okay? Let's draft, number one, let's draft some seniors. Let's draft some guys that have played three or four years in college. So when they get to the NBA, they're men. You don't have to wait for three years for them to really understand the game. Let's not get caught up in how great a guy looks when he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Those teams that they're drafting those guys, they never get any better. So I think the NBA can look at the Warriors and say, look at how they play, look at how they share the basketball That's and the true. credit and the points. They don't care about any of that stuff. Here's Durant ready to share his money. He's going to take less money because God knows he's got enough money. He's going to have enough money. And now he's joined up with all these venture capital companies in the Bay Area. He's not going to know what to do with all his money. So why would he go and sign a max contract if it means they lose Iguodala, who, by the way, Iguodala was the guy. They became friends in, I think it was 2010, on USA Basketball in Turkey. And that was what started this whole thing. Iguodala wasn't even a warrior yet when that happened. Mm-hmm. So they're not, he's not going to let, he's not going to do something that makes Iguodala leave the Warriors. He's going to take less money. And, and maybe the rest of the league, including the players, can look at these guys and say, you know what, if I'm less selfish, less worried about my points, less worried about my money, maybe I could play on a team like that. And it would be fun. And we'd win. So nice guys do finish first, in the NBA at least. They are now. This yes. team is going to finish first. Mm-hmm. And it can be a good thing for the NBA and for sports in general if we let it be. Now, if we pick at it like a scab, no, it'll never get better. John, the point that I think most people would like, I think most people believe Golden State would win this. I think people were just hoping that it would be six games at least. So they would get well, sure. so, so it would feel like a series. That's it. Right. It's just very difficult when you have two teams in different conferences that only play each other twice. I agree. And don't and they don't play a lot of the same teams, obviously. They you know, they play all their teams a bunch and, and West plays all their teams a bunch. How do you really know how good a team is? Because statistically it's a bad model. It's why when the World Series comes together, you don't know really what's going to happen in a World Series, and, and you got the DH and all that other nonsense. But it's, it's impossible to, to really tell. But I, I saw a lot of indications that the Warriors were just much, much better than the Cavaliers because they, they, the Cavaliers don't play defense like the Warriors do. Mm-hmm. Now, they can, they can summon up somehow the energy to chase these Warriors around and, and really defend them and still have something left in the tank to score some points, then, then maybe they can, they can get a game or two. But they don't have to do that in the East. You know, everyone talks about how the Warriors had an easy path because of injuries. Well, didn't Kyle Lowry miss a bunch of games in that series? He did with Toronto, Toronto and Cleveland. That is correct, yep. And then Isaiah missed yep. a bunch of games. Yep. I mean, Cleveland's not tested. Uh, last night they got tested. Yeah. Well, one thing, <laughs> and, and so well, I just said, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that Last year, didn't the Cavs get blown out in the first two games as well? Yeah, and, and then they won game three, three which lost, is historically lost. the worst game yeah. for the Warriors in, in this whole run of three years. Right. I think they've won one game three. They lost game four. So they, they lost game four at their building, 
and then badly uh, and yes badly and then uh ended up winning uh the whole thing after that look with the addition of Durant we know that's not going to happen this year but i if you're a cleveland fan i don't think you should go into panic mode after what we witnessed last night because of one of the things that you mentioned and that is they haven't seen this team in like forever and you're right you cannot practice against this team because you don't have a you you don't have a scout team that plays like golden state plays so you you don't know until you see it firsthand it's it's, it's it's this is going to be their second at bat. Yes, you know their second look at this pitcher, and it's different when you when you've had a look. And so now, on the other hand, the Warriors also have had, have a better look at what the, the Cavs actually are bringing to the table. Although I think the Warriors' biggest threat here to them is going to be can we summon the energy we summed up for Game One? And remember, we talked about this last week. They almost lost Game One against San Antonio. And they were not going to come in flat for game one against Cleveland. There was no way. Yep. They were over-anxious the first five minutes. They were not under-anxious. They were, they were hyped. And, and who had Zaza Pachulia for the first Warriors basket in the pool? Who had that? Anybody <laughs> had that? I never had that, no. no. <laughs> okay. So, so I don't – and the problem with that theory is you go down the line, okay, now they've won this game pretty easily. Everyone's telling them now how great they are. Everyone's talking about Durant. Everyone's saying, oh, this is a fait accompli. How will they summon the energy up for Game 2? And I think all they have to do is bring them in a room and throw, them, throw on a tape of Game 7 last year uh-huh. and the end of Game 7. And, and there's just no way this team goes to sleep on the Cavaliers this year at all. I and mean, that's why you've got the combination of incredible talent and incredible motivation on the part of all the players, but especially Durant, Great Draymond, and Curry. Mm-hmm. Those are the you know Durant's got something to prove because he made his move. Curry's got something to prove because last year he was hurt and he didn't play well in the finals. And Green cost them the championship, period, with his act against LeBron James. So those three guys are so motivated and so talented, and that motivated talent, guys, is really hard to beat. You know, you can yes, beat one is. or the other, yep. but when you get it together, it's really hard to beat. I, I agree with you 100%. So you still have them winning in four. Is that, yeah. is that um, when, when you've looked around, is that the consensus around the nation, or is it five? Well, it's, I, I think that most people would still say five. They still think Cleveland could get a game at home. But did you see the odds? I mean, I'm not an odds guy. I know Trent pays a lot more attention to that stuff than I do. But did you see the odds change? After last night's game? No, I, I didn't look at it. Oh, I think Cleveland now is, I don't, I don't know what these numbers mean, but they went from plus uh, 500 to plus 700, something like that. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, you could, if they managed to win the series somehow, you could really make a lot of money. But in terms of how many games for most people, I think, I think people who have not watched the Warriors game in and game out still think Cleveland can, can get a, you know, a game or even two. I think they could get one. I think it's more likely the Warriors will win these games. They won't all be 20-point blowouts in the third quarter, I, I really hope. I mean, really, I don't even want that. Yeah. But, but I don't think they will lose to Cleveland in this, in this series. But, but I'm sure a lot of other people you know, do, and a lot of people are rooting for that to happen. Before game one, it was plus 200, two-to-one odds, the Cavs to win it. If you bet right now, 
You're up to five to one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So it doubled. More than doubled. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Big John. It's always great, man, when you uh, take some time with us. You have a great weekend, kid. It's a good. I always have a good time with you, too. Thank you. you See you, buddy. Thanks, John. There you go. John Cannon on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. He uh, worked in the Bay Area for a long time. Uh, and knows the Warriors inside and out, which is why he is a uh, guest on this show when we are talking about Golden State. Yeah, good to have a local yeah. guy that has that connection, knows that team very well. Always fun talking with John, and uh, uh, we'll see how many more times we talk with John about the yeah. Warriors because <laughs> this thing could be over could be very ugly. quick. I hope it's not. I I really do. I so if I gave something. you a mulligan, yeah, you you change your pick, right? No, I'm still taking Cleveland. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not backing off. Okay. No, I don't. I so, only need mulligans on the golf course. All that's right, all. all. And right. then, and then you need to give me more than one. So when we uh, regroup next week, and it's two nothing on Monday. Yeah. And then we get through Tuesday night. Then it's three. I might. I might take a mulligan okay. then. <laughs> no, and you. You'd wait till it's four zero, and then you'd be asking for one. If you'd give me one. At, hey, can I get a mulligan on that? If it's three zero, I'll I'll take it then. <laughs> Keeping an eye on some baseball here yeah, today, the Cubs and the Cardinals, they continue on, but also college baseball. Yeah. It, it's, it's something it's, to keep a closer eye. Yeah. yeah. The Houston Regional underway, the three-seed Texas A&M and the two-seed Baylor, and uh, A&M out to a 2 nothing lead in that one as they play in the top of the second innings. Iowa will play one of those two teams tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If they win, they'll play the winner. If they lose, they'll play the loser. loser. Yep. And uh, they'll be... With a loss, it be on the brink of exiting the tournament. Double elimination, though. Hawkeyes tonight in Houston will uh, be the matchup ESPN there. U. On the U. There you go. Or watch ESPN on your favorite yeah, device. There you go. And I can do that because you can. I'm skilled enough where I made it work. You got that Rockstar satellite. That's you got it. the hookup and I you just put in your DirecTV password. That's all I did. Watch ESPN. It is a great, great thing. Uh, over on the baseball side, still 2-1. to one. Lead-off homer for Dexter Fowler to start off the game. 2-1 lead for the Cardinals over the Cubs as they play in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in. Final segment here before we hit the weekend. Jimmy B and Trent on the Big Talker 1700. All right, let's kind of get into what the weekend will hold for us. How's that? Yeah, yeah. So you're uh, you're not still excited about this finals, are you? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I told you that earlier in the show. No, it's one game. I thought you were joking. No, Cleveland... Cleveland lost the first two games at Golden State anyway. Look. They got blown out they, both games last they year. They did. Yeah. 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 So okay. I'm, I'm not changing just because of what happened in one game. Oh, Jim. It looked. I know what it looked like. I don't expect LeBron James to have eight turnovers again. Sure. Yep. I don't I don't expect Corver and Thompson and the rest of the guys on that team not even to score. <laughs> right. I mean, they were terrible. They were. They were. You're they right were terrible. Yeah. So, look, is is Golden State the better team? Sure looks like it. Mm-hmm. But we knew that going in. They got four All-Stars that start. So, but I'm not just going to not watch it Sunday night. I mean, I'll be dialed in on that. And I'm also going to be dialed in uh, tomorrow night for the uh, Stanley Cup Final in Nashville. I want to see how them good old boys uh, show up for hockey. What was that? Them good old boys. Are you trying to sing like, like Dukes of Hazard? Was that where you were that going? Was good old boys. Oh, yeah, 
how they like their hockey, if they really understand hockey. Look, they do have a hardcore base following because so many people from up north have moved to Nashville. And you and I have had this conversation. We both love that town. Yes. It's yeah, a great city. Yeah. Great city. But <laughs> they, uh, when you dropped the puck, what was it, 20 years ago now? People were going, what the hell is this, Gertrude? Gertrude? On ice? What is this? Gertrude. So, look, I, I think it's great. I really do. I, I think it'll be cool to see who gets to sing the anthems. <laughs> and and remember, they do the uh, Canadian and the uh, U.S. Yes. anthems at, in hockey because of all the Canadian players. But it's uh, it, it's it's going to be entertaining. And I want to see somebody throw a dead fish on the ice. I know that'll happen. So it'll, you know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to watch some of that hockey game. There's no question in my mind about that. Where are you dialed in? That's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Yes. Yeah, not tonight, tomorrow night. So, tonight the, we watch uh Well, tonight's baseball. about the Hawks. Yeah, we watch yeah. baseball. I mean, that's that's kind of number 1 for me coming yeah, up this weekend that's the story. is is on the local scene watching that one. I'll be more locked into the baseball. Uh, plenty of that tonight. I just got a weird feeling. Uh-oh. I think they're going to play well. I don't know if it's going to be good enough to even win tonight. I just have a suspicion they're playing. Remember, they're a four seed. Yeah. They're, they're a big underdog. We told you yesterday, they were 12-1 to 1 Yes, to the, win this regional. Yeah, I remember you saying I, that. It's a long shot. Yeah. It's a long shot. I have a sneaking suspicion that, at the very least, they're going to walk away with the victory here. They're going to at least get a game down there. Maybe it'll be in you know the uh, 0-1 versus 0-1 game, something like that. Okay. But, I think they're at least going to go get, down there. If they get one, that's a good show. I, I think so. I really yeah. do. I, I think that is an accomplishment. Again, look at this team. From what they lost in the preseason, losing C.J. Elder, losing yeah. their ace, and the other injuries that they had, they had yeah. this was a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. And and Coach Heller, when we had him on a couple of weeks ago, said as much. You know, they uh-huh. This was not a team of his four teams that probably, it probably had the fourth, fourth most expectations on them. Right. And what do they do? Well, they finish in the top five in the Big Ten. In fact, finish, what, a game and a half out from winning the regular season title. Win the Big Ten tournament then. And they got a lot of guys coming back. I, losing Jake Adams, we know that, going That's going to gonna be big. But you look, look up and down that roster, and you look at the young guys there, and the two local kids from right here in central Iowa, Ben Norman, a freshman from Roosevelt, and, and Matt Hoig, the kid from over at Waukee. And you're talking about young kids that are going to be coming back, and and you go through, and Robert Newstrom, and, and if Eldred comes back next year and is that ace, which a lot of people anticipate he's going to be, you throw him together, now you have Gallagher, who's your number one, mm-hmm. and he's your number two next year. This is a team that's going to be built up very well for next season. Sure. And what more can this be? You know, is this still, it's going to be a niche sport. I, I get that. But look at what Iowa wrestling became. Different level. Different level, national championships. That is correct. But when you're talking to niche sports, I was reading about Alabama. That's a, a job that we had mentioned. Yes, because that job is open. Well, it's not anymore. Uh, they, they, just... hi- they, they made a hire. They hired a young assistant from Auburn oh, okay. to take over. That's something that's happening more and more at SEC programs, regardless of that, though. But they were talking about they have a new stadium in Alabama. It seats, uh, seats like six, 7,000, something like that. Okay. When they're good. Uh, when they were, Alabama was really good in the early 2000s, you know they were able to sell out their old sure. stadium, and and that's kind of the baseline you're looking at in Big Ten territory. Though, can Iowa baseball for a big weekend series? Can they get 
2,500 in there for the, all, depend, all three games? All, all depends on weather. But if you if you get a decent day, yeah. I think they can probably do that. Can they build it that. to that? I think, I think I, I'll tell you what would have to happen. Because remember a couple of years ago when they first got really good, yes. Heller's second year, yes. they made the tournament as right. a large team. They were bringing in temporary bleachers, you know, they were oh, doing I those know. kind of things. And that's good. Yeah, yeah, and that I think they were able to get about 2,000 in there. Sure. So that was with incredible success they haven't seen a long, in a long time. They can get to that spot. But I'm talking at a consistent level, like over the course of the season where you're averaging, not just for your biggest sure, games, sure. getting 2,000 in there, but averaging 2,000. I think they can, and I don't think it's that far away. One thing that sometimes I think people around here might miss, though, Jim, and you probably don't even realize this, we talk about this a lot in terms of basketball, and you mm-hmm. wonder, you know, how is there only 11,000 people? You have to remember the population base of, of Iowa City. No, it's not I, very I, big. It's not big. I it's understand not that. Big. It, yeah. It's it's different than here. Sure. And it's different than even yeah, you know, Ames being 40 minutes away. 750,000 people right, live in this right. area. And even when you include the Cedar Rapids area and you may put it together as a sure. corridor, it's not what we have in terms of population here. Right. And I think sometimes that gets missed there because there's not a whole lot of people. It's one thing to go over on a football Saturday. Yes. It's one thing to go over for a, a basketball day game when Michigan State's coming to town on a Tuesday night. I got you. It's still a little bit different going over for a baseball game on, on a Friday. On night. a Friday, you know. Night. No, I, I, I yeah. And, and, there is that component. And like I said, people that I spoke to, what we have a baseball team. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You know, it is. But that's changing. But it's changing. I look. You were right. It's it's a niche. Mm-hmm. It's a niche sport. And could they do that? I think Trent. They would have to be a consistent playoff team. Mm-hmm. I think not only would they have to be in this year, I think they'd have to be in next year. And That'd so they three out of four years. Yeah, exactly. Pull I, an upset and get to a super region. Not, yes. not get to Omaha. No, right, but get to the, yes. Or at the very least, you know, play in that championship yes. of a regional. And then I win think. Win a couple of games. You know, things like that. I, then I think people might glom on a little bit right. more. Okay. Right. And but it's remember, the only show in town. It, it's the only show in town for college baseball. Yep. But once again, it is baseball. It is baseball. We yep. have to remember that. And college baseball, it can be it can be difficult to watch. Uh, I mean, you go back to what happened. Big Ten tournament is just hey, and, and all conference tournaments. Who's got enough arms at the end to survive? Sure. I mean, by the time you get to the end of that thing, your bullpen, your whole team is absolutely taxed, and, mm-hmm. and that's a part of it. And there's some games that are difficult to watch, very difficult to watch. So uh, that's another conversation, and Jimmy B will have it next week. I think that's a good idea. So baseball for me, watching the Hawkeyes. My twins are on the left coast. Be uh, up late watching them against the Angels. I might sample that later tonight. Cardinals-Cubs going on this weekend. Right. Good sports weekend. Yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah. a good the sports Hockey weekend. tomorrow night, Stanley Cup, and then Sunday night, game two of the NBA Finals. You That's... tell me how that goes. I'm not going to watch. Fair enough, because you know me. I'll be dialed. <laughs> All right, we are done for the week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning us in and the others out. Back again on Monday, right here on the Big Talker 1700.